the number one Premier League podcast in the world. By some metrics. What metrics? Yep, that's me. You're probably wondering how I ended up in this situation. What's going on, Premheads? Uh, before we get into this episode, uh, I feel like James owes you an apology. Um, but guess what? He's nowhere to be found. Um, so you're not getting an apology. This episode that we're bringing to you on the cusp of Match Week 3 is a season preview that was recorded after Match Week 1 from a ranking of teams that we created before the season started. Yeah, that's Prem to the Prem, baby. Like it or love it. Enjoy. The number one Premier League podcast in the world. By some metrics. What metrics? Advanced metrics. The most in-depth analysis. Goals. Passes. Other things. Bang! The funniest jokes. Boing! So this one time... <laughs> Loved by all the critics. It's alright, isn't it? Come on in to Prem de la Prem. Welcome back to Prem de la Prem and the 2023-2024 season preview. Patrick, as the great philosopher Confucius once said, does it ever drive you crazy just how fast the night changes? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, James, it really does. And I, I don't know if it was the whole becoming a dad thing, but this season really snuck up on me. Yeah. Yeah, I, I I will say there was a two to three week period where I was like, this is good, football detox, don't need to stress. And then the second preseason kicked off, I was like, we're back, baby. Yeah, I was able um, to detach a little bit further. Uh, I think just, I, I think I need a little space, James, to end last season. Usually mm-hmm. I've, I've gotten that space with like 20 mm-hmm. match weeks to play. So I'm like, I'm like, like the best part is the transfer window kicking off. So yeah. Yeah, uh, I was happy to take a little detox. I think Arsenal and United got to relatively chill and watch Chelsea and Liverpool in the proverbial like road rage just happening to the side of us on the motorway. Yeah, in the end get of to, the get day, get to look on and it's a man. Boldy doesn't play. No, no, he really doesn't. All that to get into and more, uh, but. I think it's obviously worth calling out that by the time you guys are listening to this, uh, Chelsea's already broken its own previously held British transfer record to assemble a team of plucky, likable young underdogs (laughs) under Mauricio Pochettino. Roy Hodgson has already squared up to an athlete 50 years his junior, and most recently, hot off the press, Andre Onana has falcon punched a wolf striker (laughs) to make sure of his debut clean sheet. But, Patrick, the fact that we're only a little bit late you know, one match week late is honestly pretty good for us. Yeah, all things considered, James, I think we nailed it. We're right there. We're on the pulse. And on that note, if you want a season preview that predicts all 20 club finishing places, followed by a detailed analysis of why and, you know, what we've been tracking over the summer, you're in the wrong place. But if you want a season preview that predicts all 20 clubs finishing places, followed by a comparison to a mode of transportation... You're in the you're in the exact right place. Yeah, this is where we shine. Yeah, I think this is our sweet spot, James. Uh, tangential analysis compared to something completely unrelated to football or its tactics. That's really impossible to like either prove or disprove as accurate. 
So yeah, we've been we've been messing with the Bunsen burners in the lab, and I think Pat discovered Coke Zero. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a great. This one. is the this is the one. Yeah, no sugar. Mm -hmm. All the same original Coke taste. Uh, okay, so let's dive right in. I think why don't we start from the bottom up? It seems like everyone's gonna have more vested interest in figuring out who's gonna be finishing first. Everyone's gonna be, you know, waiting with bated breath on that one. Uh, and there might be some fun to be had down at the bottom. So Pat, why don't I kick it off? It pains me to say it, but in 20th place, I'm locking the blades of the north. I'm going Sheffield United, and I'm oh. choose. I'm going with a hearse. I'm going with a hearse. I was tempted to choose this for. I was tempted to choose this for Crystal Palace for other reasons, but I decided not to choose violence. <laughs> That's beautiful. So I'm locking them to go down. Um, I, I did. I did. You know my my trademark five minutes of desk research, and I think I read the best players, their best players from last season were either low knees or they got sold. And the purse strings are tight. So I honestly think they're here for a good time, not a long time. Let's get that broadcasting deal money. Uh, and then let's pay the piper, so to speak, and hop in the hearse. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's great, James. Uh, when you said it pained you to say it, I thought you were going with uh, England's sweetheart, which is what I did. Uh, I'm picking Luton to be in 20th place here. Mm. It's the club that I think... There's every year there's the one team that everybody else is kind of hoping does yeah. well. And I think Luton is that team this year. Um, but James, I'm not buying the Cinderella story here. Yeah, you know? there were two There were two ways to go on Luton. This you isn't went, the you Richmond. You went the first way. This isn't the Richmond Greyhounds. There's no one writing this. It's a rider strike. They're going down. Poopy. And for me, my mode of um, transportation comparison is one of uh, Elon Musk's rockets. Because they go straight up, and then they come straight down, and they land exactly as they were. And I think that's what Luton's doing this time around. Wow. Luton in a I hate to say it. I really, I, I can't wait. Because they were on the road first week. I can't wait to see a home game in the Premier League. You know they're but, not playing this week because they're waiting for the stadium to get finished? I saw it was postponed, and I didn't realize yeah. why. That's amazing. Ken Kenilworth ain't ready. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> they got to secure all kinds of permits from the houses who millions of fans are going to walk through each week. Yeah, and like, who cares about the VAR setup? It's not going to work anyway. Just give no. one of the guys in the stands a little camcorder and say you're sorted. Let's get yeah. on with it. It's going to come through in stop motion on the little block camera. Uh, okay, 19th. Patrick, why don't you go first here? 19th, 19th. Who do I got for 19th? Um, sorry, my phone closed. Give me a second here. Do, 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 it's do. natural. I'm Isn't going Burnmouth, James. Oh, um, wow. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. And <laughs> we got some heavy divergence. <laughs> this one is a, this one's more of like a, like a ball don't lie call for me. I think the firing of Gary O'Neill, which he may or may not prove is, is worse than I already think it is at Wolves, was just so dumb and so horribly handled that I might be hoping for this a little bit more because Burnmouth were still in some signs towards the end of the season. But in any case, I got Burnmouth going down. And I'm going with a blimp, James. I don't know if you're familiar with certain disasters that may have happened in the past. But what I'm you didn't go is, you didn't go with the famous one. No, no I want to leave it open to interpretation. But effectively, <laughs> somebody doesn't do their job, corners were cut, and the whole thing's gonna gonna explode after like just kind of barely getting going to begin with. 
You're going to love what I've done for 18. <laughs> Can't wait. <laughs> Talking about corners getting cut. <laughs> That's Would good. you go? Would you go here? Uh, okay, so for 19th, I actually went Nottingham Forest. I went Nottingham oh. Forest. Uh, I... I really don't think... Okay, why don't I do my comp? I'll do my comp first. And the comp, Patrick, is the bus from the movie Speed that has its gas, its gas pedal is jammed. <laughs> and it's up to Keanu Reeves to stop everyone on board from crashing and burning. But instead of Keanu Reeves, it's Steve Cooper. Uh, and that's not exactly a mug you want on a poster. No. So they avoided disaster the first time around. They spent... There's There's two ways to go about being promoted. I feel like... Sheffield United model is one where it's like, let's collect our money. We go down. Maybe we get a better crop of players, better equipped for this, and we have a real go. Nottingham Forest is uh, the successful leads, I guess, where it's like, throw money at it. We're going to make this happen no matter what. They scrape through. Now, you know, the alarm clock is ringing and you got another year. You got to go do it again. So I'm not trusting their squad. I think Steve Cooper is going to get the, you know, the bright lights put down on him again pretty soon. I don't think they're going to have a successful season. You know, I, it yeah. looks like they showed up with a bit of heart to to the Emirates. You know, I didn't have the benefit of that, but I honestly don't think it changes my pick. Yeah, and James, let me just let me just tack on to that because I have them in 18th. If we skip right up ahead, uh, I agree with you entirely. I think that they did a good job last year to ride out a wide open relegation race. Mm-hmm. But I think that there was a lot of emotion on the field, off the field, trying to stay up that kind of fueled that surge. I think that was lightning in a bottle for him. I don't I don't uh, really see it happening again. Uh, for my comp, I got one of those boats that you pedal yourself across the pond uh, <laughs> because it's, it takes a lot of effort. It's kind of similar to yours in a sense, James. It takes a lot of effort really can't get it going all that fast and you also can never really steer it uh sometimes it even sinks so <laughs> that's what i'm going with a little what do they call swan boats maybe Is yeah i was thinking a swan boat the echo park swan boat yeah but like it's one of those what just like blue ones like it's got not an animal it's just like a blue one you know yeah, what i mean okay it's, it's, yeah it's not even whimsically themed i'll let it be red just because it's not even for us but you know what i'm saying it's just yeah it's always a good date idea in theory when you're reading like timeouts 20 best date ideas and then you're there <laughs> just like sweating your ass off trying to pedal a boat and you're like this you know could have just gotten dinner yeah you need and you need her to keep up her end of the bargain or else you're just yeah, gonna go like, in those tight little circles so, it's like hey um yeah. if, if you don't pedal faster we're just gonna keep turning left <laughs> so <laughs> surprise <laughs> all right James, who's your who's your third relegation what are we on team? 18th okay so last team to go down with Sheffield United not in force for me. Patrick, it's been a long time coming. It's Everton. It's Everton. This wow. is the year. Third time's a charm. And Everton is the proverbial Titanic. That is the mode of transport. Thoughts and prayers to all those affected by the submersible. But we've learned by now that the story of the Titanic only ends one way. This time it's going down. It's slow. It's painful. They let the women and the children get off first, but you'll probably have Farhad Morshiri pulling a Billy Zane, posing as a as a woman to get off the boat quicker. You know, no solid incomings. Neil Mope is a war criminal. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, does anybody like the guy? <laughs> he, was he, a, he was he was genuinely 
hated it, by every fan base. It might be the Arsenal curse because, you know, Brighton, it, it's the Dylan Brooks thing. If you're a shithouser and you back it up, um, a lot of people can get behind that. But if you if you can no longer back up your antics, um, I think you immediately get on the most hated list pretty fast. Right, right. Yeah, and it just for the uh, for the Arsenal fans out there, that was Burnt Leno standing on his head as well in that hole. <laughs> there was an injury back in the day. Some say it uh, catapulted Emmy Martinez's career as well. Yeah, Some say it, it was a, it was a big sliding doors moment, wasn't it? Did it win Messi the World Cup? <laughs> Who's to say? Who's to say? So um, agent yeah, Wenger. Yeah, exactly. Did they beat France? They did beat France in Mappe's mm-hmm. French inside there job. Go. There, there we go, go, full circle. Okay, so I, yeah, that's Everton. I think they're going down. Okay, so let's get um, that sort of Everton, Forest, and Sheffield for you? Correct, in that okay. top-to-bottom order. And So you we agree have... on Forest, and then I've slotted in Luton and Burnmouth. Yeah, Luton, um, you know, clearly do it. already that they're not in my bottom three. You can tell I'm running pure vibes on Luton. Yeah, no, fair uh, enough. I back the vibes yeah. regardless. Bournemouth, you're gonna see. We have a pretty, pretty wide berth there. Oh, fair enough. Yeah. Um, all right. So, first, okay. first team safe now. Seventeenth. Okay, safe team. Seventeenth, Patrick. I'll go ahead because uh, it's uh, it's been mentioned. I've invoked their name already. You have first and foremost Luton Town, and I'm going mm-hmm. with a toboggan. <laughs> I'm going with a toboggan. It's old school. It reminds you of simpler times. It hurts your ass if you sit on it for too long. But sometimes getting behind that nostalgia is all you need to have a good time. And if you're having a good time, you may be surprised how far that gets you. So, Patrick, they are this year's Nottingham Forest. Um, when you've got a team who hasn't been in the Premier League for a long time, in Forest's case, or I think Luton Town's case ever, correct? then uh, you, I think the fan will really be the 12th man. I don't see them picking up, you know. Again, I didn't have the benefit of seeing them get drubbed by Brighton, but I didn't think I didn't think the away games were where they were going to make their points. I think Kenilworth right. Road is going to be so uncomfortable and so unfamiliar. It's like you're playing a third round FA Cup game every week when you go to these guys. So yeah. uh, this is a heart pick. It's not a head pick, but I've got them in 17th. Got it. Yeah, I mean we're we're not so far off. I had them uh, in 20th. And James, I think hilariously. They were last in English's first division the year before the Premier League. Amazing. So, welcome Amazing. to the league, uh, former first division team. It's long overdue. Come get your flowers. Yeah, and I'm going uh, in 17th, James, Sheffield United. So, we're not okay. far apart on there they are. Sheffield. Yeah. So, we we're just not... fl- flop them. Yeah, and we're, and we're apparently far apart on Burnmouth. We'll see how far as time, sure. as time goes on. Yes, and Everton will. as well. Um, but, yeah, I got them, and my comp for them is hang glider because i think sheffield united is going to be real bad like really bad i don't Mm -hmm. think they're going to be good but i kind of get them just like (laughs) hanging on like i feel like they've been in the they're a bit of a yo-yo team now would you say uh yeah i think they can be classified in that og burnley mold yeah yeah so yeah I i think that they're kind of one of those teams now uh and so for me if you're one of those teams, you're like a hang like you're just kind of like dipping in below the relegation, up below. Maybe I should have gone dolphin here, James, as I'm thinking about it. But I'm going <laughs> as a mode of, as a mode of transportation. <laughs> Look, I'm not here to tell you what to do in the ocean, what not to do in the ocean. I'm Poseidon, just Poseidon vibes. <laughs> Total bring on the whole ocean. Uh, so yeah, I'm going. I'm 
going with the hang glider. Uh, oh, that I think that they're going to be kind of. I think they're just in the end going to coast coast oh. to safety, but it's going to be it's going to be a fun ride for them. I, I just go- I just googled much- a hang glider. It's not exactly what I associate with safety. No, just, exactly. Just the image. But flirting with it, right? You're flirting with right. safety. Right. Living on but the edge. Also death. <laughs> As they said okay. in White Crashers. Okay. Yeah. What an idiot. <laughs> uh, 16th, Patrick. Again, um, but let's all remind ourselves that this was before match week one's actions. Uh, Wolves. Mm. Wolves in 16th for me. Um they have fundamentally changed as the club we know them to be. You know, you think of uh, Neves trotting out there, Joao Matinho, Raul Jimenez, Jota even if you look a little further back. They are not that same team. Uh, and for those reasons, you know, putting them in 16th, I'm going with a Ryanair flight. It's not going to be pleasant. <laughs> Nobody wants to be on it, even if you're a loyal customer. But 99% of the time, you're going to get where you need to be. It's going to be a slog. This, you know, I wrote this thinking it was going to be Lopetegui, who is, uh, it's weird because this guy coached Real Madrid. You know, he's, he's won Europa Leagues with Sevilla. Great coach. But um, you could tell there was a stank that he wasn't getting what he was promised. It was just brewing all summer. And now they have Gary O'Neill, who's shown to be a very spirited guy. And it's not, you know, I think he's still on the career trajectory that's that's trending upwards. You know, you go from... Bournemouth to to Wolves that is a that is a team that you have a reasonable chance of developing a legacy at so I think they're going to be just okay on their Ryanair flight yeah yeah uh, I like that I do I I got them a little a little further up so I'll, I'll say my um, my piece on them but James this might be a surprise one this one is one of the ones I feel is high on my surprise meter in my list. I'm going Fulham all the way down in 19 or in, in 16th rather, which is a yeah. pretty big fall from yeah. Grace. I feel like they finished was it ninth or tenth last season? I can't remember, but they were squarely mid table and very very safe. Um, two reasons for this: one, yeah, Patrick, tenth uh, place they finished. Yeah. Two reasons for this: one, I don't like the whole preseason thing that's gone on with Mitrovic, mm-hmm. like the Saudi league. It just feels like a distraction for a guy that feels absolutely imperative for their safety. And so that worries me a little bit. And two, sure, they were, up until last season, a complete yo-yo team in terms, I think, three up, three down, and put a lot of effort into staying up there and did a very, very good job. I just wonder um, kind of if it's um, sustainable. Yeah. James, that's, that's, that's um, my worry. And what did I have for um, – oh, yeah, I had a, a public school bus. No. A public regular bus. No, a private school bus. No, it's a public, just normal people. There's bus people on it, James. It's a okay. normal bus that so you like ride the, through the, the city. So like the big blue, you, the Santa Monica blue. You don't want to be on it. Uh, and it, it will it will kind of take you where you need to go, which is to safety. Uh, <laughs> but it is, it's gross. <laughs> and you'd much prefer to do it another way. Damn. Elitist no bus take from Patrick Crowley. I live in Los Angeles. Let it be known. I would happily take the bus. That's actually very valid. Um, when I was over in England, Marcus was like, "Yeah, just take the you know take the bus to the to the restaurant." I was like, Are "You fucking crazy!" <laughs> and I get on, and it's delightful. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. When I lived in England for like five weeks, loved the bus. Yeah, 
bus is great. Fulham, um, when we get to my Fulham, you know, I'll, I'll quote, I'll cite a lot of the same things. Uh, Patrick, I feel like on a completely different episode, we could just do like a ranking top to bottom teams most affected by Saudi Arabia. Yeah, that's not a bad thing. And, and Fulham's up there because there was a whole lot of disruption um, and not yeah. in the good way. Not in the we're going to pay you money. What? Well, I don't maybe. maybe. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. We'll see. But lots of turning heads. So, Patrick, you know, you mentioned Mitrovic. You don't think Raul Jimenez is going to move the juice, move the needle. I hope he does. That'd be a great redemption story. Right. But no, I don't back it. Yeah. Okay. I wish it would. I really do hope. Okay. So, Wolves, my 16th. Fulham, your 16th. My 15th, Patrick. I'm going West Ham. This might also Ooh. be a little... Wait. Is it even a fall from grace? Where they, no, they finished 14th last season, 15th last season. I think it's, yeah, a... Uh, a balancing of the scales, so to speak. It's it's kind of where this vintage of West Ham belongs. Um, I'll get into it a bit more because my comparison is a 2002 Volkswagen Golf. <laughs> it's uh, usually not too pretty to look at. Uh, driven by an old Scottish man with undoubtedly bad breath. There's a there's a bunch of miscellaneous hammers sticking out of the center console and. You know, again, it's a, it's the kind of motor vehicle that's going to get the job done. But this time, the owners decided to strip out the engine and use the money to buy a subwoofer and tweeters, so you can listen to a Millie at max volume. <laughs> and all all the friends are like, "Ah, you sure that's a good idea? You sure that's what we should be doing with all this money?" Um, so that's this vintage of West Ham, Patrick. Add in um, that spicy little element that they're playing football on Thursday nights and not in the conference league either. They're playing in a prestigious tournament, um, which Manchester United has tried many times to win <laughs> ultimately, <laughs> ultimately come up short. Um, so I don't know what to make of them. I really don't, you know, it's, it's going to be the Jared Bowen, Saeed Ben Rama, uh, Mikhail Antonio show without who I think it's not a hot take to say is far and away the best player. Declan Rice has moved on to greener pastures of London. So West Ham, 15th. Yeah, no, fair enough. Um, I got them close by, but for 15, I'm going with Everton, James. This is your other oh, yeah. okay, relegated so they're coming back. team. Uh, Dyche, Dyche, baby. That's all I'm saying. I think Sean Dyche in Everton with James Tarkovsky in there, just the brute strength he's got in the midfield, mm-hmm. I think he's going to get it done. I think he knows how to organize them. Uh, they had a toe-to-toe game uh, with Fulham. Like, I don't think it's going to be a pretty season for Everton. Um, but I'm backing Sean Dyche to do it. Much like James, I back the horse and buggy. Uh, <laughs> old school. If there's a 4-4-2 of transportation, it's the horse and buggy. It gets you back to basics. It's the 4-4-2 of transport. Yeah. I love you're it. probably, you're, yeah, you could really, you're, you're not going to be very agile. You're going to do what you need to do. It's, but you're also going to be hard to move, right? No one wants to, like, James, imagine turning your car down. A, you'd rather have a car than a horse and buggy. You turn your car down the road, you see a horse and buggy. You got to drive all slow. You got to try mm-hmm. to avoid the shit on the road, all that kind of stuff. Got to go their speed. Exactly. And yeah, it's going to, you know, the horse is going to take dumps. Everson <laughs> fan is going to rush the field. It's, <laughs> it's close enough, isn't it? Yeah. I'm going horse and buggy for Everton. Yeah, yeah it's there. <laughs> it's there. Okay. All right. I'm going through my list. Have you have you invoked Nottingham Forest yet? Has that happened? Yeah, Forrest I had in 19th. Oh, okay. So that's the one that we've actually had in the same spot. Yeah, yeah. I had him. Oh, no, I had him 18th. Sorry. You had 19. I had 18. Yeah, okay. okay. I went the quick one because I also had him relegated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. 
Okay. But no, we've yet to have somebody in the exact same spot. Mm-hmm. I have a feeling we have the same champion, but into, I'd like to get one before then. Every Prem head gets a free mug if that happens. Sh- sure. I'll Patrick, you're, Patrick you're, you're on that? <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll order the eight mugs. Should yeah. I get ten for us, James, or just the eight? <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> you know what? It's cheaper by the dozen. I'll have two extra ones. That is what they say. Patrick, 14th place here, creeping up the table. I've got Crystal Palace. And their comp is one of those wooden plank suspension bridges from Indiana Jones. Uh, (laughs) Crystal Palace, believe it or not, are now a beacon of Premier League stability. They've been in the league for 10 years, never exceptional, but seemingly never in a nail biter on the last day. If you were to ask people, like, what is the essence of a 14th place team? It's it's Crystal Palace. Um, so this season, in lieu of my bridge comparison, this season it's all about just keep looking forward. Don't look back. Don't look down. Because if you look behind you, blink. <laughs> Zaha just got sold. One of the planks falls down the cliff. Take another step. Blink. Elise, injured in preseason, recruited by Chelsea. Another one, top clubs yeah. in top clubs interested in Decore, you know, Eberichietze not committing to a new deal. What's good with Roy Hodgson? Is he really a take you the whole way all season manager? Just keep looking forward, guys. Just just game by game, grind them out. I think they ground out a one-one away draw. Uh, oh no, they beat Sheffield United. Okay, look, they're already in a great spot. They're already yeah. in a great spot. That's like that's the, the classic. That's the kind game. of stuff we need to do. They gotta win to stay in the mid table and then go that, lose six in a row. That is, yeah, win that two is on the trot. A hundred percent. That's getting last billing on match of the day. Oh yeah, dude. Yeah, that's that's Crystal Palace needs to stay under the radar. Cross that bridge. You could have just told me they didn't play, and I wouldn't have cared. Yeah, you could have told me <laughs> there was like they some just shook sort hands of, and agreed. Yeah, there was a yeah, there was a, a a protest as large as anything, and the, the game didn't happen. And I wouldn't even ask what the protest was about. <laughs> I just could not care less about that game, um, <laughs> respectfully or not. It, that was respectful. Um, yeah. <laughs> I love the indiscriminate respectful at the end of anything you say. Oh, uh, well, let's let's get more respectful, James. Um, in 14th, I have West Ham. You had them in 15th. Okay. I got them in 14th. Okay. I think pretty much. Um, the exact same reasons. Like I just the it's the it's the Europe thing is the biggest thing for me. As I feel like they worked so hard, they got the title, uh, the, the conference league title, and <laughs> the title. They lost Declan Rice. It just felt like, and it was like up in and Moyes was up against the uh up against the ropes. Survives wins the wins the yep. trophy, whatever. It just felt like that's kind of the end. You know, and so I think they'd be doing a good job to stay up this year. If and, acor- and according to reports, like that's the only reason Moyes is still in a job because he right, won. Yeah, the, no, it was that. So was that's that, not exactly um, the most comfortable um, agreement. Yeah, um, and so for West Ham, I went dump truck. I went dump truck, James. Because <laughs> uh, I think, <laughs> where are we going with this? Yeah, I think that they have. <laughs> uh, They've kind of gotten rid of all the good things, meaning the Declan Rice's. Uh, it seems like Lucas Paqueta is going for absurd. 
an absurd fee to city. Absurd. I don't um, even know what. I don't even know what. Dude, it's just it's a hundred million. Anymore. It's a hundred million midfield summer is what it is. It's just it is it's. That might be bully bait, to be honest. That would be hilarious if yep. it was. Pep just laying a little, little trap out there. He's like, I don't see what he sees, but I'm that's how much it. this guy costs. Trust <laughs> us. <laughs> uh, and yeah, they just also seem to be collecting everybody else's trash. They grab James uh, Ward Prowse. <laughs> They're picking up players from God knows where. I just. I, I don't see it meshing, uh, but I think yeah, I think they're good enough just on talent alone, with especially with uh, you know Jared Bowen, some other people mm. up front that they got. You know they're 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 good enough to get it done. Um, but they've been flirting with danger for a while. They, they were the one that drew to uh, Burnmouth, a team that I guess you yeah. think is going to be better than I do. <laughs> yeah, Burnmouth still yet to come still up. Still yet to be said. Still about still to yet trash to come them up. And then, you know, all right, uh-huh. let's hear you now- out. Uh, yeah, I mean, one future England captain leaves, another future England captain comes in, and Harry Maguire. So, oh, that's right, Harry Maguire as well. Yeah, the uh, he is. He we agreed the fee like days ago, and there's st- it still mums the word over in Maguire's camp. So I'm a little nervous about it, but hopefully, uh, hopefully it goes through. Yeah, it's you know, you know how normally they're like Romano's like. Personal terms, not a problem. Agreed days ago. Right. That is that is not the case here. <laughs> Poor guy. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, we're doing a lot of like one off, one on. I have a team, one or. Yeah, we got to get closer on some of these. I know we got to hit the exacto. Okay. And I know it's not going to be this one, Patrick, because you've already mentioned this team. 13th, I've got Fulham. Mm-hmm. We both predicted a downward trend. Patrick, this one, I've got the tuck-tuck. Surely there's a better way to do this than the, t- <laughs> than the tuck-tuck. You're drawing a lot of eyes, but it's maybe not for the right reasons. There's neon lights hanging off the side, and Levels is blasting down a main street. And at the end, the driver's quoting you a different price than what you agreed on. And it's all just... Not the right move. So, you know, Mitrovic, most notably, Willian getting his head turned. Mark, even Marco Silva, even though it seems like he's going to stay loyal. Um, adding the fact they had a pretty average second half of the last season. Everything you said, I'm with you. Fulham, downward trend, tuck, tuck. Yeah, no, love enough it. said. Enough said. Uh, for 13th, I am going with um, Wolves here. Um, okay. Spoke yep. on it briefly. Yep. Big Gary O'Neill fan. Just. I just like the cut of his jib, you know. You're a big just, Gary O'Neill guy. Yeah, I just, I don't know. There's something. You, you know, he's got like a bit of a. He's got a disciplinary issue, though. Oh, does he? Oh, that's right. Oh, yeah, he's a real firecracker. <laughs> yeah, over yeah, on yeah. The yeah. Touchline. Well, someone's got to take the heat off Arteta, so it makes me love him even more. Uh, <laughs> Gary O'Neill Wolves. I think they're just like Wolves at its nature is kind of this hard nosed team you hate to play against, and I feel like they lost mm-hmm. that this year. I think everyone was looking forward to playing Wolves. Uh, a yep, year ago, and I think sure was. I think Gary O'Neill brings that edge back. Uh, and believe it or not, they did. They finished 13th last year, which was higher than I had them in my mind's eye. Uh, yeah, I had, they, they were they in the did relegation the late climb. They did exactly. the late climb in just 41 points. So historically, um, in not just barely finish. into that relegation zone. Exactly yeah. right. Um, but for me, James, we're going with the tugboat, which actually pushes. I think more than it tugs. <laughs> Uh, the tugboat's <laughs> gonna make more than one appearance. On the no kidding. No kidding. Uh, but I think it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a vessel that is known um, to move kind of big, bigger vessels. 
I think Wolves are going to unsettle some bigger teams this year. Uh, it's also got a little bit more to it than meets the eye in terms of horsepower. There's nothing that screams Wolves are good on paper. But there's something in my in my huevos, James, that tells me that they've got they've got what mm. it takes. Yeah, I mean, like credit. the tugboat. Yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> credit to you for. Um putting wolves in that position because you know i had him down in 16th if i had the benefit of today's match week under my or today's game against united under my belt i would have probably bumped them up but they look really well drilled mm-hmm. i don't know if it's just like new, I, I don't know if new manager bounce applies in match match week one but whatever they look solid cunha is an absolute problem um they just need to get goals the rest will sort itself out they just need to mm-hmm. figure out how they're gonna get goals okay patrick i'm I don't think you've mentioned this team either, and it feels like this is a valid spot for them in 12th. You know, very complimentary. I'm going Burnley mm. in 12th, and my comp is a polar bear in Arlington, Texas. What, what's that doing here? You got dynamic attacking football in Yorkshire, or Lancashire, sorry, I think. Um, people are very unfamiliar to this kind of football in Burnley. Vincent Company has come in and changed the way they're going to play. You know, they got a little bit of a uh, a schooling from Man City, who it didn't look like got out of second gear, really. But what are you going to do? It's City. You're, you're getting the early test. I think they're going to be just fine and more. Uh, company for young manager of the season or breakout guy of the year. Got big faith in him. And I think Burnley, as far as promoted teams go, is going to vastly outshine Sheffield United and Luton. Yeah, James, another one I'm close by, but not nailed on. So okay. I'll touch on the sentiment, which much, much I agree with. Um, James, I'll make this one this one simple. I'm going Palace. Um, same reasons. They're just squarely a mid-table side for me. Always have been, always will be. Uh, and I'm giving them the inner tube as their mode of transportation. And very <laughs> specifically, James, I'm not choosing a life raft. Because I don't think they need help staying afloat, but they're just chilling. They're not going anywhere. They're just floating about. Uh, but they're not really in too much danger, right? They're just kind of hanging out. So I'm going with the inner tube. Like the thing you take down a lazy river? Exactly. And I'm picturing a lazy river, not like, I guess you can go whipping behind a boat with uh, one of those, which yeah. could potentially happen to them. Yeah. I, There's two very different yeah. ways you can experience an inner tube. That's fair. That's fair. I get Yeah, and you can go down really fast slides as well. Ooh. Which also might work for Palace. So I think I'm, I'm still Ooh, feeling good yeah. about the inner tube and the, the couple other avenues this could go. They'll either get thrashed around, launched out of the league, <laughs> or they're just going to chill in mid-table. <laughs> and we're thinking it's the latter. Yeah, you had him two places above me. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but I mean, this this wash between like 10 and 14 is is pretty amalgus. I don't yeah. know if that's the right word. Yeah, it, feels this is... like, it feels like a word that should... Shouldn't be what I said, but I think you nailed it, Patrick. I'm okay. not gonna read. I'm not gonna read into it too much, but it sounds right. And that's nine tenths of the law. Yeah, Patrick, right here from twelfth to ninth, we're getting into my killer bees, uh, because in eleventh, I've got Brentford, still mm. not Bournemouth. <laughs> this is gonna be interesting, huh? <laughs> Brentford, Patrick, they're a sailboat, but a day where there's no wind, and you've taken it out. Um, taking a sailboat out on a day where there's no wind, you're just gliding. The water's just like glass. You're just, you're keeping your head above water. Um, you're not having the best time. You're a little embarrassed, but you're doing what has to be done. And Patrick, it might be a season of consolidation for Thomas Frank. 
Mm. You're not going to have Ivan Tony, who was your talisman, your goal scorer, meant a whole lot to that team. Um, I still don't think 11th for Brentford is a sign of too much disrespect. In fact, I think... That's fair, yeah. You know, you think about what the con- preconceptions of Brentford were before they even kicked their first Premier League football. Um, and now just to have them at 11th and say it's a bit of a down year for Thomas Frank is a great sign of compliments. So, yeah, just buy your time. 11th place. Okay. Yeah, I got them, got them close by again. Damn, never right on. No, but I'm going Burnley here. So I was one off on okay. on Burnley. Yeah. Uh, we were one off on on West Ham as well. So we're getting we're getting close. Uh, and I, I I like this. We're both we're both high on on Burnley. I feel like there's always that <laughs> one team that comes into the league and you know, or everybody has a different level of expectation for them. There's the two teams where you wonder if they're going to make it happen. There's the one team people are expecting something out of. And this year, that's Burnley. I think Vincent Company comes from the Pep disciplehood. He's going to be just believed in. He's gone through the management rigor of coaching in the Belgian League and in the championship. And in the championship, this team was one of the best ever in that league as far as single-season performance uh-huh. goes. Uh, clinched, clinched promotion, I, I believe, as early as any team had ever clinched promotion. So I am... Very high on them, James. So with them, I'm going with a rescue helicopter in the um, the Alps. And here's why. Um, there's a documentary, I think it's Switzerland. Uh, I think there's a Switzerland, Swiss documentary about these guys on Netflix. The documentaries in Switzerland or the documentary was made by Swiss people? I'd have to hope both, uh, but it was set in Switzerland. Okay. And these guys would just fly their helicopters up, save people, whatever. Um, so I think they're going to be soaring. I think they're going to be noble. And I think they are going to be taking people, a.k.a. themselves, to safety. <laughs> uh, except sometimes they get there too late and the people aren't able to be saved. But for the most part, they're saving people on these mountains. It's a great documentary. Forget the name of it. It's a very severe take coming from a guy who said Titanic. Not too long ago. <laughs> I flipped the moral authority. I did not That's... explicitly mention the Hindenburg disaster, James. <laughs> until, until those dot connectors come back and figure out what you're talking about. Oh, it's well, good. That's good. Yep. Okay. 11th place that was for you, Patrick? I believe so. Yeah, that should Burnley take us to the top 11. half of the table. Here we are in the top half. And it's finally time I invoke the name of Bournemouth AFC. Patrick, wow. I'll be honest. This I is a pure... 19th. Let's yep, hear it. Yep. This is a pure Babe Ruth call my shot. I just wanted to be there when it happened. Where if, you know, the roulette number comes up and it's Phil River 17, I want to be able to tell the pit boss to get back to work. This is an absolute... Shot in the dark. I'm backing my my mode of transportation. By the way, is the Segway, it's the hot new toy on the streets. Um, Iriola, a few people were were touting his abilities over in the Spanish league. You know, we tread this ground on the other podcast, so I won't get into it too much. But again, I just want to be able to say, like, yeah, Iriola. I was new, had a feeling these boys were just going to do it. You know, they brought in Patrick Cliver. No, sorry, Justin Cliver, son <laughs> of Patrick Cliver. And if you're the son of a, you know, legendary football player. Who am I to say that you're not going to be a blast? So excited to have some new good talent in the league. It seems like it's a, you know, desirable destination down on the South Coast. 
Um, yeah, Bournemouth, 10th. Let's see how it pans out. Yeah, I like the call your shot, James. I think I'm calling my shot for a different reason. I think this one might surprise you. Oh. I'm going with Brighton. Okay, no, yeah, okay. Brighton in 10th. Um, I think that we've seen historically. I think that we have seen historically. See how I did that? Didn't commit myself to any facts. Uh, but no, Ma- we actually have seen. Imagine if his- I was right. We actually have seen historically uh, that teams outside of the big six, big seven, if you're counting Newcastle these days, um, who make their way into Europe tend to have a regression in the league the next year. Uh, that has happened to Leicester, has happened to West Ham, has happened to Wolves. It happened to Burnley, even made the Europa League a number of years back and then eventually got relegated again. And so I think this is a more challenging That's position. four examples, Patrick. Four data yeah. points. That is um, three more than I typically prepare my arguments with. Three. This is, yes. Uh, yeah, for me, Brighton, they're just, I love them. I love the Zerbi. I like what their, their kind of, their ins and outs uh, are going. And so for me, James, that's why I'm going with the the uh, the AAA truck. Mm. Who do you call when you need a replacement on the go? AAA truck. We well, call AAA and they dispatch a local contractor. The Swiss helicopter. Call, if you're lucky, James. Uh, but for me, <laughs> we can it doesn't be matter. so lucky. They're they're, they're going to be out here. They're going to be moving. They're going to get things sorted. They're going to get in replacement parts from wherever they have to as they sell 300 million pounds worth of their team every window. Brilliant business, by the way. I think they're doing amazing. I just am looking at history and expecting a regression out of a team in this type of a situation. Yeah. No, solid, solid. I like the comp. I like the placement, Patrick, because as we move up to ninth place, that's where I've got Brighton. Mm. Got Brighton in ninth. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. You know, beat the territory that you have, but maybe that's a fitting transition to my comp because it's the Zamboni. I'm gonna sweep <laughs> that ice, shine it down, and do it over again. Some people might say it's not a mode of transport. I tell you, just use your eyes. We're cleaning that ice, and we're going again. Look at that thing move. Yeah, James, I think you're safe on modes of transport with the Zamboni after you chose a bridge earlier. Uh, so for <laughs> Do you number- take the bridge? James, so... Sh- shall we with- take the car or the bridge? <laughs> <laughs> say what you want James uh, you could walk across the bridge or drive across the bridge but anyway I'm going to make a bridge to my next pick by saying I think by picking oh no this doesn't work I was going to make something profound I'm wrong I'm picking Brentford a ninth <laughs> so uh, anyway you haven't said Brighton yet have you yeah, I just picked Brighton <laughs> oh that's right no I was right so yeah. what we are doing now is we are the teams remaining the eight teams remaining we will now have perfectly in common Oh, nice. Good one. So that kind of gives us a reset. Good God, one. that was an absolute meal for me to you get made that it. one out. You made it. So, um, Brentford, I'm going with the one wheel. You've seen these guys zipping down the streets. They're just kind of standing, facing straight on forward, and they got one wheel right in the middle. It's like a skateboard sideways with one little dork wheel in the middle. <laughs> uh, so I see these guys. They think they're cool. They got all their stats. Uh, they're just zipping by. Be like, hey, dude, look how cool I'm doing. They I'm got all their stats. <laughs> the skateboard people <laughs> no Brentford oh, Brentford's got the stats the skateboard oh, people are dorks it's, it's coming together <laughs> by hook or by crook uh, yeah one wheel Brentford freaking dorks do their long throw ins finish in a decent respectable place to be fair yeah I like Thomas Frank I can't help myself like I, I love to hate him oh yeah yeah no I think I think he's just the right amount of Dutch 
Like I'm a mm. Dutch meter. Uh, I'm sorry, Danish. <laughs> well, you could still be the right amount of Dutch, which is none. <laughs> it's just it's just a little bit of a different different. It's a little different, James, if you're taking that approach. But no, your words, not mine. Carry on. Amazing. Also, the disrespect from Google. Uh, if you Google Thomas Frank, the first one that comes up, top billing is American political analyst Thomas mm. Frank, and you know Danish football coach is the second one. Anyway, I digest. Patrick, in eighth, you're right. We're moving into a, an exclusive double section of first to eighth. And from the bottom up, you know them, you love them. If you're in North London, you love to hate them. Arsenal. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's Spurs. It's Spurs, Patrick. And uh, there might be a bone of contention on the mode of transport here because I'm going with the coin-operated magic horsey ride outside <laughs> of grocery stores. Sometimes it breaks down. Yeah, that's good. Sometimes it breaks down and you feel outwardly embarrassed that you're associated with it. But for the most part, there's a childlike wonder and excitement about the journey only to swiftly realize that you've been moving in place the whole time. That's wonderful. Yep. That's wonderful. Over at Spurs, Patrick, we're back in the rebuild. Trust the process mode. Let's, let's see how it goes. You know, Thomas, our, our resident Spurs fan has hit us with the, it just feels good to watch entertaining football again. We've all been there. We know how that hits. And, and that reeks of 6th, 7th, 8th place, unfortunately. It sure does, James. I'm, I'm pleased to tell you we have shared a pick here. I've got oh! Spurs. Yep, I got Spurs in 8th. Uh, and I think, James, that in, they finished 8th last year. I think in 8th place this year, with the transitions that they've made, will likely be a more positive outlook than what last season represented. I think that the, as you said, as Thomas said, the stylistic and the engagement kind of aspects of how Spurs plays this year, I think are going to be more important for the rebuild, the growth, yeah. the development, the backing uh, of the new manager here than any results on the field. And so yeah. I think it's going to be a little bit of a mixed bag. And for my mode of transportation, James, I'm going with the Razor Scooter. Razor Scooter, <laughs> it, sometimes it can be pretty sick. And you can just you know kind of slam on that brake, do quick little tricks, whatever. Um, but at the end of the day you're going to spin that thing around and mash yourself in the ankle so damn hard you're not going to be able to walk again. <laughs> and Spurs are going to trip themselves up a few times this year, but I do think it's going to be a relatively fun ride uh, for fans of, of, of Tottenham. Yeah, and um, I don't want to I don't want to co-opt this point as my own. I think I heard or- Ornstein talk about it on a podcast, but uh, with, with the Harry Kane move, which I think is the first time we brought it up so far, but with the Kane move, aside from the money – that he's bringing in and, you know, making sure he doesn't go for a free, the pressure valve that gets released on big Ange, Ange Postacoglu is, is such a win in and of itself because expectations can be, I just want to feel something when I watch football and that can be your season. And I still think Spurs is good enough between, um, you know, Madison, 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 Son taking up a bigger role or Charleston, hopefully taking up a bigger role. Um, Suma getting they, in the mix. Yeah, they definitely have got the talent. Transfers, yeah, they got the talent to do it, and then they got um, rid of Lloris as well. I think yeah, Lloris is gone, which is a yeah. good thing. It's and like I think the guard, yeah, the pressure is going to be in future windows where people are going to be looking at Levy and saying, "So where's that Kane money? You know, 
Like, yeah, let, let's let's buy. Like, let's I, use that money. That's a great point. I think they'd be well suited to be very. And I don't think Levo will have a problem with this opinion. Be very frugal in the winter window. I don't think that you know over committing here. If there's any deals, get them. Um, but I don't. I don't. I don't think that there's uh, like a desire, right? For we got to be in the top four this year within the fandom. Like I think this is a pressure off year. So just see what you got. See the whole season play itself out. Forgot Kulisevsky as well. They they that was actually finished business that they did this summer. Sure. Um, and he was hurt last year. I really really rate him. Uh, so so yeah, I am. I don't worry about Spurs this year, but I I recognize that I think that they are making good decisions for their 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 long term growth. Agreed. Agreed. Which I don't love. But this year, I think I will enjoy watching their football. Yeah. All right. Uh, do you have a mode of transport? Oh, the Razor scooter. The scooter, of course, of course. yeah. How could, I, how could I forget? Yeet the ankles. <laughs> Ankle yeet. Patrick, <laughs> I'd be willing to go out on a limb and say that we have the same seventh, too. Because I've got Aston Villa, and mm-hmm. I'm putting them in. And I, is it, I did a rod. Is that, is that the the... The mode of the, transport, or is that the event? That's the event, but I, I know exactly what you're talking about. Okay, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, dog sled. Hungry yeah. dogs run fast. Emery oh, I has, love it. That's a good e- one. Emery has all his Huskies pulling in the same direction, uh, but they do have a lot of running to do this season across the tundra, and they say hungry dogs run faster, but at some point that dog needs to eat, rest, you know, slop some water, relieve itself. And uh, some of the dog wheels are already already kind of falling off. This is an addendum, but you know we saw Mings bite the dust. Emmy Buendia didn't even make it to match week one. They got a bit of a hiding, courtesy of Newcastle. So not the best start, but again, I I trust these dogs. I love that. That's a good one. I got them there as well, James. I think seventh is exactly where they finished last year, but yeah. I think that you look at. The fact that Emery didn't have a full a full year there, and you look at the sum of the work, and seventh is uh, I think actually very attainable uh, for them uh, for them this year. So yeah, I like them there. And James, we'll go with the seven forty seven classic. Mm. You're just gonna be cruising, cruising altitude. You, yeah, cruising altitude. Take you to your destination. Got meals on board. Um, every once in a while, like we saw against Newcastle, you're going to. Lose a plane in the Malaysian Ocean. But for the most part, <laughs> you are going to always get where you're going, maybe slight delays. It's going to be very nice. The 740, yeah, to your to your point, it's not undefeated. No, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is not, I'm not suggesting the Invincibles. And I, I think I chose my plane model well. Not that I even know what model plane it was that crashed in the Malaysian Ocean. Allegedly. Might have landed in Kazakhstan. <laughs> they never found it, James. That's the other pod. Yeah, fair enough, fair enough. I digress. (laughs) I love it, I love it, I love it. Uh, Okay, wow. Patrick, Newcastle, sixth place. Newcastle in sixth place. That might ruffle a few feathers on Tyne's side. Wow. Um, But they are the elephant. They are the elephant. You resort to the elephant when you'd like to make a scene, a grand entrance. Um, its primary purpose is disruption and leaving a wake of devastation. It's like when Aladdin pulls up to the palace just to kind of like flex on all the townspeople and impress Jasmine. You know, no one misses it, but sometimes it draws too many eyes. 
and then later you find out that you are a, um, a commoner, a street rat, and you do not, in fact, own a faraway land that would provide you with the social currency to procure a marriage of that magnitude. So, you know, with Newcastle, everyone stops what they're doing and pays attention, but the elephant's not for the cross-country. It is not for long distance. Uh, elephants are, are actually, I don't know, don't check me on that. I don't know if we have any our planet people out there, but from, from, from my eye test, I think they're better for a couple memorable nights. Uh, that's when it's elephant time, baby. So Newcastle to that regard, I, that champions, the dazzling lights of the champions league. Everyone is going to have that extra juice for the champions league. And I wouldn't even put it past them to make it out of the group stage. So it's not that I'm hating on Newcastle so much. It's because I just happen to back the other five teams ahead of them more. And you you made this stat comparison earlier, which which I found very um, very salient, which is when you're playing European football mm. for the first time in a while and you don't remember how it hits. You don't remember what it's like to not have training sessions to work on stuff. Your training sessions become fitness and recovery and it is no longer tactics and planning you know it's it's tough so i think that's gonna it's gonna prove true for them this year that's yeah that's a good point james uh we're we're likely flip-flopping here we'll see what you have in uh cooked, in fifth. cooked on that one you did you did well um well pretty well elephants travel <laughs> a very very long distance between watering holes uh they're yeah, they're known to remember exact routes from their ancestors and travel hundreds of miles across all of Africa. But who's to say what's the right analogy um, for Newcastle? I'll get there in my fifth pick, James. But in sixth, I've got Chelsea. Uh, for me, mm. Chelsea... Che- and, and let me put it this way. I also enjoy Chelsea the most. Chelsea are the most fun team in the league. How could you it's just not? A, it's just How as simple as that. How could you not enjoy Everything they're doing is electric. They're just like you're going to be able to field a world class starting nine with people that were recruited only to take them away from their rivals in about two <laughs> or three windows. Um, already they got four or five in that in that Spite bucket. Squad. Um, and for Chelsea, I got the Brinks truck with the back door slightly loose, right? <laughs> and so we got we got the money, and we're strong, and we're cruising. And we're reinforcing. We're going to these banks. We're picking up more cash. We're going to keep getting more players. We're going to keep cruising. Uh, but old Timmy in the back, he didn't lock the door so good. And so if Chelsea don't get themselves into the Champions League, they're kind of on a clock and a ticking time bomb that I think they're going to readjust the rules against Chelsea again because, you know, GOAT accounting team is Chelsea. They're figuring out all the loopholes of financial fair play. They sure are. And I don't hate them one iota for it. They're playing within the rules. They're literally forcing them to make new rules. They're so creative. That's just good business. <laughs> That's all it is. It's just good business. However, they are within that framework of which they are operating. They're playing a risky game. And that game is betting on probably sustained, but certainly a Champions League appearance in the next two, maybe three years. Yeah. If not, I honestly don't see how they don't get a... Um, I, don't, I, think the, I think the penalties are actually really, really strict if they're kind of found guilty. So it's either going to be complete fire sale or restructuring of the team. It's, it, it would be bad if they don't have uh, that kind of money. But who's, who, who am I kidding? They're going to find another loophole two, three years down the line that's yeah. to be exploited, and they're going to be fine. So I don't I don't ever foresee them having that issue. But 
Um, they're playing a funny game here. I think you nailed it, Patrick. You know, we only have Chelsea one spot apart. And if you don't think Chelsea is the most electric club, not even just from an on-pitch product, just top to bottom, if you don't think they are the most electric club in the Premier League, we're not watching the same thing. No. Uh, they're, they're, they're spite midfield of LFC is gonna it's gonna make some waves this year patrick i've got chelsea in fifth um interesting side note here i don't know how vetted this is i'm hearing murmurs that the coefficient is going to change going into next season where maybe fifth place will get you a champions league spot oh that's right next year is the change yeah yeah next year is the change if this pans out the way i've got here which you know to to spare any any suspense, uh, Chelsea in fifth for me would get them a backdoor cover of epic proportions in the Champions League. It's the most Chelsea thing ever. And Patrick, for Chelsea, I've got the mega yacht, but a mega yacht that hasn't been properly cared for for over two years. It's got a negligent <laughs> owner. Uh, the motor isn't powerful enough to leave the dock, and now it's just a logistical nightmare. The docking <laughs> fees are adding up. Maintenance costs are racking up, and you're like, oh, I'll get around to it eventually. This is all going to... Don't worry. Don't worry. We'll get this thing out on the ocean at some point. But (laughs) (laughs) jokes aside, I honestly had trouble not... My concern, my debate wasn't Chelsea in fifth or sixth. It was actually fifth or fourth. Um, I think they're going to have a good season. I like what I see from this team. And I trust Pochettino to put the pieces together. When you've got Caicedo coming in, to partner Enzo Fernandez in a $200 million plus midfield, possibly Lavia too. I like what I see from Nicholas Jackson. He honestly looks like, uh, okay, this is going to be a lazy comparison, but from the one bit of game highlights that I saw, he looks like early Lukaku who can outpace yard for yard defenders with power and just strides. And he's got a hell of a shot on him. He had a great preseason. So I actually backed this guy to have a good, um, Good first season at Chelsea. It's unfortunate with Nkunku, but the only part of the field that gives me concern is defense, primarily because new captain Reese James is only going to be around for, I don't know, 10 games. Tops. Uh, Cucurella, yeah, show me something. Chilwell, I, I put you in the Reese James department. And then Levi Colwell, who, as good as he looked in the, the U21s for England, it's a big jump to make. It's a big jump to make, young fella. So... Are you, are you the guy alongside Thiago Silva? I know I know they've got DeSassi, I think, who just scored for them. So uh, defense, show it to me. You're in front of Robert Sanchez, who's getting adjusted as well. Um, that's my concern. The rest, it's it, I think they'll do enough to, to squeak in. Yeah, I think if you're talking about a traditional top four push, which you got to bet on, is them bringing things together fast enough to compete with teams who seemingly have already done that step of their yeah. of their journey. So uh, yeah. I think you're right on. I think all the talent's right there. Uh, and we had flip-flopped in fifth place. I had okay. Newcastle. I had Newcastle in there. Wow. Uh, I just I just love what Eddie Howe's doing. I love the energy in St. James. I honestly I debated having them in the in the top four James. I just couldn't I just couldn't find a team to drop, if I'm honest. Uh, but I really think that they're deserving of being in that that top four. I think their game this past weekend uh, kind of proved what yeah what St James is. It's a it's a hell of a place to play. Those Jordies are insane up there. Um, 
and for that reason, James, I'm going with one of those speed boats, like you know, the, like the real crazy ones that like have the Miami Vice pencil. Yeah, boat? they they, okay. they got like such a front hull, the whole boat's ripping out of the water, just like it's just like the whole place is going nuts. The pace on the field is electric. The assistant coach is 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 onto the field. Him and Arteta on the same touchline would be a disaster, right? And it's just it's crazy. It's crazy. Uh, but it's still. What do you What do you mean would be? What What do you mean? Like if they're in the same touch box on the oh, same side? Oh, oh, like actually confined within the same square? Yeah, 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 yeah. I was like, gonna say we've got plenty of video footage from the oh, absolute yeah, yeah, yeah. fireworks last season. Oh yeah, yeah. Of course, of course, of course. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but in any case, James, I just think I think they're gonna be a lot of fun, but more for pleasure than for form. And I think that they are gonna mm. just miss out. Um, I think the Europe thing it's it's tough to shake though. I feel like they're I don't I don't rate it as big of an issue for them yeah. as Brighton, but you made a good point because that's that's exactly the point. They're just I feel like they're just a little bit more resourced, a little bit more prepared from their experience level. Um and man, Tonali's probably top of my ones to watch as far as new transfers goes. Like what Sure. A, he was like one of the like uh potential like what do they call the best boys, the Bologna or for the little kids. I think he was one of those guys. <laughs> the uh, golden boy. Golden boy, yeah, the best boy. Yeah, that sounds the best like that's boy. That's thing, a, I think, I think yeah. that's a, that's a credit. It's a credit in Hollywood. You can be the best boy. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, I'm pretty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's an yeah. always sunny bit about that. Okay, uh, it's right next to the gaffer, the best boy. Yeah, a lot of a uh, lot of parallel. It's good stuff. Movie. It's good we stuff. Support oh. the striking writers, by the way. We sure do. We sure do. We we stand. We stand and we stand with with them and for them. Uh, anyway, pa- <laughs> Patrick, I, you know, in reflection of Newcastle and what you just said and how they played, I'm setting aside my Bournemouth take, which is pure vibes. I, I do feel the grossest about Newcastle on sixth. I'll own up to that, you know, with the benefit of hindsight. So we'll see. It's a tough one. It's a, t- it's, there's a lot of really good teams in the league now, which I think makes it exciting. Right. But Hey, breaking news. Man City, Arsenal, Liverpool, United are all in our top four. Mm. Find out which order imminently because Patrick in fourth. I'm going with Klopp's men, LFC, Liverpool, and they are the tugboat. They are the aforementioned <laughs> tugboat. I don't know if you're familiar with the painting, the fighting Temeraire, but it uh, you know it signals the transition from the old age to the new. You've got this coal-powered beast bringing in a mighty old lady of a war vessel into the Thames River dock. And uh, it hangs majestically in the National Museum in Trafalgar Square. And the thing about that, the thing about that, Patrick, is Jurgen Klopp is going to drag his decorated team back into the top four by sheer power of will, out with the old, in with the new. It doesn't matter that there are lots of unanswered questions. Um, it seems like there's still a little bit of a hole to fill in the midfield, but I like their upfront talent. Um, I like Allison and the defending core. You you could tell things were clicking with Alexander Arnold's new role uh, at the end of last season, which I got to put some respect on your name. You saw this coming for a while, Alexander mm. Arnold. You know, shifting into the midfield, so. 
Props there. Uh, so this is more a sheer power of will. Liverpool's entire model is built on making top four. If I close my mind's eye, I don't see a Jurgen Klopp team missing out on top four uh, two years in a row. Yep. Yep. That's a good pick, James. Uh, fourth place, I got your beloved Red Devils. How dare you? Doing what I think would be another good season out of them. I think finishing in the top Finishing in third or fourth for Manchester United, the barometer of success might be how they did it and not that they did it. Uh, mm-hmm. Finishing top two, I think, would be a, a, a well, obviously winning the title would be amazing, but I think finishing in second would be kind of a complete success given the state of the top teams in the league right now for Manchester United. But I got them in fourth, James. Uh, I just like the other three teams just a little bit better. I think we're splitting hairs here. You really like do. Liverpool better than United. Yeah, I do. Sheesh. I do. And you'll find out how much very soon. Um, but for Manchester United, I think that they have a lot of really solid pieces. Uh, I think that they are a strong team. But there's something that I can't really get over with them last year, which I don't think that they fully addressed, is the variety or... Um, fluctuation that they can go through in their performances is still not that of like the elite teams, even Arsenal to a degree. Yeah, that's uh, fair. I, you know what I mean? And so they're to win for me, it's to for De Gea to have won the golden glove and ship five goals in like three or four different games. Yeah. It just kind of shows me that there's this kind of duality of, um, of man there. But I think that the, on their day, their best team and even Ten Hag, Best in the league. I just think they have too many bad days. Uh, and so I'm going with the aircraft carrier for Manchester United, James. I think incredibly <laughs> strong, incredibly stable, expensive as all hell. Got a whole bunch of just really expensive assets sitting on the side there. Uh, but it's going to put on a show. It's going to be fun. And they're going to be uh, a force to be reckoned with. Uh, so I got them. I got them right there. And it's a, it's a, honestly, for me, James, I think it's, any, once we hit six, it kind of all gets gray. Uh huh. In the table until we uh-huh. get to one. Right, right. Okay. No, I take everything you say about United, and uh, you know, recording this Monday night, recency bias is doing jumping jacks on my belly button. So I'm trying to. Yeah, maybe trying, there's a little bit trying in to there, set. But my list I'm was, really. Yeah. No, I know you did it before. I I totally, and everything you said, I, you know, I totally buy. It's the kind of thing we have to prove. But my thing with United who, you know, again, I'll just reveal it now. I have them in third. I don't, I can't compute how a team that now has 10 hog under the helm for a second season has improved in all areas of the pitch. Granted, you know, my issue with them is still the number nine, the striker. Um, I don't understand how with all these personnel upgrades and more consistency, we're going to see a worse product of United. Unless you think there's going to be a weird thing where maybe we have a bigger points total and finish in fourth than we did last year in third. Um, yeah, it is more about what I think of the other teams. Than okay. How I don't think as highly of United. Wow, yeah. that's a that's a yeah. big bet on Liverpool. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I'll, I'll speak to it. Yeah, so if you ask if you ask United fans um, what their definition of success is this season, it's not so much obviously Champions League places, but it's but it's points tally. It's are we closing the gap with 
the, uh, you know, City, the number one team, the reigning champs. Mm. Are we racking up an extra eight, ten points than we did last year? I think the rational fan knows that next year and the year after is title charge push. This year is let's close the gap and shrink the difference. So I don't think third is necessarily a step back. Um, but I got to go comical on this one. I've got the penny farthing for Man United. The penny farthing. That's big wheel in the back, tiny wheel in the front. And <laughs> something about it just smacks odd. And Patrick, that goes back to what I was saying about the... <laughs> That goes back to what I was saying about the striker position. I think Hoyland's going to be a success, but I don't think he's going to be a first season success. I think Martial is now a bit of a meme. It's unfortunate. You know, you live, you die a hero, live long enough to see yourself become a villain. Um, he's, <laughs> he's, he's just, just a bit of a joke now, sadly. Uh, Rashford through the middle. We already kind of saw that today, but it's all, it's not even a secret. Like he Rashford is at his best when he's cutting in from the left. Sometimes we have to play him as a striker because he can do it, but it's not his best position. So we're we're penny farthing our way to uh, our goals this season, I think. Um, and I don't blame I don't blame the board. The board. I don't blame Ten Hag. Like Kane and Ossiemen were not in the cards. We're doing the best with what we could have done, um, but it, it's just the reality of the situation. So I do think the differential between first, second, and third are going to shrink, but we will stay in third. Yeah, and I I, I agree with you. I, I think that of all the right times you could have been critical of how kind of the board operated in a window. This, this isn't that window. Yeah. I think that this was a, you know, a unmitigated success is, 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 is maybe a little extreme, but I don't know how they could have done much better given the, the cards that were, were, were on the table. Uh, so I, I, I think that they did well to address the needs that they could. And at the end of the day, they still spent, what like two hundred million pounds or more? So yeah. they're 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 playing ball. They're 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 trying to stay here. They're back in ten hog. And like I said, I think they're their best team. And when they're on their best day, it's as good as anybody in the league. So yeah, no, I I just want to bounce off of that really quickly. Yeah. I think I think people don't realize that if your criteria is world class striker who can come in and start for Man United and score twenty plus goals a season. I think that's like a seven person list in world football. Like seven or eight list. it's a very, very small list. So like it's not it's not it's not something you just go out and do. It's not right. easy. Um so yeah, I'm doing a bit of I'm doing a bit of defensive work right now. Yeah. Um, yeah you no, know, look, I, I I'd say that if you don't have a proper go like this sets you up to have a proper go be a title contender in the next window without a shadow of a doubt after you see how these things play themselves out you know sure. so i think you're on the right track but it's you know it's 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 just tough the expectations there i think you were saying it earlier today it's just it's so binary it's it's win the title or don't is yeah. kind of what the mentality of, of of united fans is after ferguson there's oh, two spoiled. there's two Peter Drury settings on his back that you wind up. <laughs> the first is and a new era dawns at Old Trafford. That's like Ten Hogs first season. And then the other one is and the weight of expectation returns to these fans hungry for a Premier League trophy. Um that was a terrible Peter Drury. I was gonna I was gonna let it slide. Yeah, no. I, I don't even know why I opted against British accent there, but let's just move on. It's late. There was yeah, there's a lot of creative liberties you took with that one. <laughs> um James, this one this one will surprise you. 
I've got Arsenal in third place. Mm. And again, my man same. loves the emotional hedge. That is that is nuts. You're in crazy yeah. town. Here's what I'm saying. Okay. This is less to do with what I think about Arsenal and more to do what I think about the remaining teams in the field. Uh, and you don't I need think to be coy about it. <laughs> the remaining teams, James. <laughs> okay. For the title, said. baby. <laughs> to be said. Well, I got I to gotta leave the title open. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, okay. And I think that there's, there's, there's two things I'm worried about with with Arsenal. One, and we're, we're worried about through the lens of can they win the title. Let me be clear. Like, I'm not worried about them getting in top four. I think that this is their floor. Go off, King. I worry about the injection of serious football with your first team. Sorry, wait, what? The injection of, like, serious football with your first team, meaning the Champions League. Oh, I see, I see. Okay. There is going to be yep. more emotions around that. Every player is going to want to play. There's going to be a wear and tear. Wear and tear on a team that we saw fade at the end of last year. Yeah, it's not um, like a Fabio Vieira auto start right. midweek. And the other thing that I'm worried about is that as a young team, I think getting as close as they did last year, you really have to worry about the ego, the mental space, players maybe, certain players thinking they're they're too good for it. I back Arteta to keep this out, but I think that they're probably due for more slip-ups throughout the season than they are a fade at the end. You yeah. know what I mean? I think that they're probably yeah. going to fix the fade at the end a little bit, but I struggle to see them go on nine, ten unbeaten games, you know, just getting all of those tough wins away. You know, And think about some of the wins they got last year, James. The late goal against Burnmouth, the late goal against uh, Villa. They scored a late winner against Fulham. They drew Southampton twice. They've, they've still shown these weaknesses, even in the first game of the season. Uh, they, they, they made an, a relatively routine win interesting in the end, which mm-hmm. is not something that the likes of City do. City bury games by the 20th minute. And so I still think there's a maturity evolution uh, for Arsenal. But I do think it's going to be solid, James, and that's why I'm going with the cruise ship. We're going to be having a good old time. I tell you, Arsenal fans are going to be annoying as hell this year again. Because they're going to have some big, 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 big wins, big highs. They're going to be in the title race. I think that they'll they'll do well in uh, in Champions League. We'll see once the knockouts come. That's always yeah. been our, our our Achilles heel. But ground zero uh, for COVID. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. Uh, but I think it's going to be a fun a fun time still to be an Arsenal fan. Uh, but at the end of the day, there's better vacations out there. So <laughs> you like the cruise ship? You go it's the there. Third best vacation ever. I take Cabo as a standalone trip, though, and that's just one place. <laughs> we got one destination. Yeah. All right, James. Number two, or should we go title winner and then two, or do you want to go two and then leave the the grand reveal? Uh, Patrick, I think it. I think it'll make better podcasting if we just dive into my two because it's Arsenal. Mm-hmm. It's Arsenal and two for me. Uh, I think. I think it's going to be a tight title race this year. Really? I think it's going to be a tight title race this year, and I don't think it's going to play out in the same way as it did last year, which is Arsenal getting this lead. It's like the dog catching its tail, where it's like mm. it's got an eight-point league at the top, and it's like, well, what do we do now? Like We just, we just hold this thing? <laughs> um, <Sure. laughs> I think they're going to be doing a bit of hungry dog chasing instead. And 
I've been mulling this thought over, kind of like I don't understand how Man United's acquisitions doesn't make this team better. I don't understand how Arsenal's moves doesn't make this team better. Although I will say, I think the season hinges on unlocking unlocking this Havertz thing. Mm-hmm. I, I I really do. Like if he's a revelation, I I could see you being up there. Um, yeah, ho- yeah. I think hoisting that that's the a, title because that's a wild card for sure. Yeah. Timbers already did his ACL though. So I did. I did see that. Um, yeah, I did see that. Um, yeah. I, I. It, this was the thought I was mulling. Is it better to have been through what you? Are you better for last season? I think absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. You'd have to think so. I think for a, a young enough team. Let me put it this way: if this is the team, if Mikel Arteta is the coach, if these are the players that we're backing to win the title, that experience will be beneficial. If they don't have that, like you're going to need to have that mental toughness to win yeah. the title at some stage. This so if, if you go, if you subscribe to that line of thinking, that kind of puts you in the, in the Bane cave, right? And you got to claw your way out without the rope. Yeah. This might be a, uh, a bad comparison, but I think about like when United lost the title to the Aguero moment, You've got a manager in Sir Alex who's been there, done that, done it for, for decades, says, remember this feeling. You've got Wayne Rooney saying, you know, remember this, lads. And you've got, you've got real, real people of gravitas in the locker room who have done that and said, okay, we've seen what's happened this year. Next season, we're going to do it this way. Arsenal, you've got Arteta, who's a great manager, but hasn't done it before. I guess the exception is Zinchenko and Jesus, but Zinchenko looked like he was most affected by pressure in that team last year. So I, I guess that's the point. I guess that's the point I'm make, making. It's like you don't really have the full locker room of people who've who've, who've done right. it before. You're 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 backing you're backing characters over experience, right? You're sure. backing the Odegaards and the Rices, uh, you know, to be the anchors at what 24 years old, a pair of them. Uh, Saliba at like 22, right? They're all fantastic players, but um, and you know, there's a few things that could have gone differently. Maybe the the title goes our way last year. So I don't think they were far off, James. Yeah. Um, but for me, we're gonna we're gonna obviously I think share the the winner at this point. But this is where I have Liverpool. Oh, should I, I should, oh, should I do my my car comp? Oh yes, of course. Yeah. Um, anyway, quickly, all that to say, um, even though we just went through my doubts. Um, I think I think it's going to be a great season for Arsenal. Um, I just have them coming up a tiny bit short. I got the Audi, Patrick. It's an amazing mm. vehicle. Thoughtful design. Sexy interior. Impresses any date. But you're still staying up at night thinking about the one time that random person said, oh, nice, is that a Mercedes? And you go, <laughs> no, it's an Audi. And then the person goes, oh, cool. You just, ah, it just, it just eats away at you. What could have been? Uh, yeah, exactly. There's so. only 20 more dollars on the monthly lease. Yeah. Always the why, bridesmaids. Why cheap out at that point? <laughs> Audi's Shout a great car. Doyle. Great car. Great team. Um, yeah. So this is where I got Liverpool, James. Okay. Uh, Fuck's I sake. I think, <laughs> and, and, and to be fair, I had, I'll, I'll, I'll come clean on this. I had two and three flipped. Uh, when I was making this list. Yeah. And then the news of Caicedo going to Liverpool dropped, and I flipped two and three. Mm. And then it happened hilariously so that Chelsea scooped in and is getting both Caicedo and I, the backup yeah. option for Liverpool, which is 
that's even the funnier piece. Um, but I actually stand by this in in, in a way because it was it was um, splitting hairs for me because when I think of what Arsenal went through last year, Liverpool are a team that have done it. Liverpool, I think, did the one thing that their fans have been asking them to do for three years, which was rebuild the midfield. They had all the other pieces around it, sure. and they went and rebuilt the midfield. And the fact that they were in on Caicedo for how as much as they went on Caicedo has to tell me that there's a plan B. And that plan B is at least a person. I don't know if it's going to be good, <laughs> but I think they're going to get another person in there. And I'm not even going to try with his last name. I'll call him Lil Dom. Lil Dom, the new number eight, is fantastic. He is the the kid from Salzburg. Yeah, uh, he's he was electric on the ball against Chelsea. For me, one of the best players on the pitch. You trying this last name would be electric. It's not. I mean, you want me to give it a go? Yeah. Do you, should I read? It? Let me let me try it first, and then I will go look at it and then try and say it. Off the top of my head, it's Shablazi. <laughs> now I'm going to go look it up. Italian, you, I, Italian in in, in, uh, in heritage. So I'm just going to type. I'm typing in Dominic. Okay, so I said Shabazzle on. Honestly, James, I'm not know how much I'm changing this. I might go Shabazzle. Yeah, yeah, I think you're you're inching closer. I think that's, okay. that's pretty close. Yeah. Okay, so I'm that, not going to put myself in the position of trying to correct you. Yeah, no, that's all good. Um, yeah. But he's he's special, and I think he's the link um, to the Robertson, the Trents, the deep lying midfielder, which was their number ten McAllister this week, which I think he's meant to play a little higher up, um, but two. Brilliant, brilliant buys. And Caicedo, for me, honestly would have made them a title contender, uh-huh. uh, I think. But I, I kind of... This is a team that's kind of taken a fallback before, right? They won the league on 99 points, went down to 69 points. The very next year, they had that toe-to-toe game, or toe-to-toe run where they finished in second by one point. They got 92 points. So we've seen them do a rebound of, what was that, 23 points. And they got 67 points again last year. And so a 20-point rebound, like, could you see a world where Liverpool wins six games that they lost or seven games where there was a couple draws mixed in there that they didn't win last year. Absolutely for me. Uh, I think they're brilliant all over the pitch. Allison is the best keeper in the world through, through my eyes, mm-hmm. uh, maybe Courtois, but he's hurt this year. So you don't have to consider him. And I, I think <laughs> that they've got the, yeah, the experience for me, James is what might be the tipping factor. I, I, it's a very tough first fixture away to Chelsea. I don't really, and I think that they were a better team for a large portion of that yeah. game. Uh, they have a tricky start. Uh, they host Burnmouth this week, and then they they go to St. James's Park. Uh, so they've oh, that's going to be a belter. And then in just a couple of weeks after that, um, end of September, they're going to uh, the Spurs Stadium, right? And so mm-hmm. they've got a tough set of away fixtures to start this. So I can kind of right. see them being uh, a little bit of a, a sleeping giant. Let's see what kind of scalps why, they can take. Which is why I have the military. Submarine. I'm going with a German U-boat, one of the most notorious ships. I think the U-boat was a submarine, but there was a submarine yeah. Yeah, yeah. that was used uh, in World War II by the Germans, which was ruthless, cunning, and always snuck up and surprised their enemies. And so that's the mode of transportation I'm going for Liverpool. The correlation, I'll be clear, between Germany, World War II, and Klopp is not one I am making. Very crystal clear. Not a consideration for this move. This is all about stealth an attack. <laughs> Patrick, U-boat is short for Ontawasa. Mm. So, yeah. Submarine. The, uh, yeah, that's why I call him Lil Dom. Same reason. Yep. I don't have friends. I got family. <laughs> <laughs> All 
All right, James. Yeah, here we go. Prem to Prem, revealing Man City, the unanimous number one. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Here's what I will say. So give us some credit here. Hear us out. I think you and I are barking up the same tree. The gap is going to shrink. I don't think it's going to be vintage Man City, but I just think they're a prove-it team at this point. Why would I ever bet against them? It's so right. painful to say because they're going for their fourth title in a row, which has never been done. But they're the team to beat until proven otherwise. Best manager in the world. Alien as your number nine. What what more is there to say? Um, mm-hmm. They got they got a little bit rocked by by you know the disruptive transfer window. I don't think Pep wanted to lose to lose Mares. Um, I think the Bernardo Gundog- was a risk for a little. Bernardo Gundogan, you know. Gundogan, you're 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 shipping off players who did not show clear regression the year prior. Right. Um. Sometimes these head scratchers just get proven like not a big deal. Like when Ferran Torres left, we were like, oh, it seemed like he was coming up, but it was like, who cares? It's over. Yeah. He was fine. So brought in Gavardiol at center back, who uh, you know looked looked every bit a good a good player at the World Cup until Messi did him. Uh. Yeah, I don't know, Patrick. Do you want to add? Yeah, it's 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 not uh, it's not sexy, but why, yeah, like you said, why would you do anything else, right? I think we've tried to get cute with a number of predictions over the years. Throwing a fastball down the middle, just happen to be throwing at one hundred and three. Hit it if you can. <laughs> That's what I think about Man City. They're just they're electric. They're automatic. Not even that electric. They're it's just amazing to me how they can just kill games off so early. Like a one, I mean, it helps when you score in the third minute, but one nothing to Man City feels like that you you never get in that game back. Like there's sure. just such a finality about when they take control, when they take the lead, and I don't think there's another team in the world, certainly not in the league, where when they score, there's just a sense of impending doom. And trust me, I watched unless, a lot of Man City games last year. Unless you needed United. them to lose. Yeah, fair, fair. Uh, and just needed them to lose, and they scored in the first 10 minutes every time. It's brutal to watch 80 minutes of them kill a game off. Yeah. They're so good at it. So they just, for me, they're 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 the hardest team for me to look at and say, they're going to mess something up. Yeah. No, I Everyone do. Everyone else, I can see that potential. I do envy Palistria, uh, sorry, Man City a whole lot when we're 1-0 one, one up against Wolves, and I'm yelling at Palistria to go to the corner flag, and he's just like trying to dangle two players en route to gotta earn those minutes, man. You got to yeah. earn those minutes. Um, but James, for my uh, transpo, you never got to your transpo. I'll start this transpo. Okay. Go with the tube. The tube is brilliantly efficient, if not painfully boring, and sometimes slow. But it gets you where you're going. Super reliable. Mm. And I got to say, for me, it's the best it's, it would be dumb to say it's the best transportation whoa. in England, but it's the best transportation that I've ever been on in a public transportation kind of setting. So amazing. I'm back in the tube. The tube. A lot of hate for the tube over in England, but I think it's a. Is uh, there? Well, no, I think it's a um, grass is always greener kind of thing. You oh, know, yeah. Gets, it gets a little too hot in the summertime. Um, okay. A little too smelly in the winter. You know, it's just one of those things where it's like, hey, we go back to the LA bus, you know. It all it always comes back to the LA bus. Patrick, I've got the stretch limo. Mm. It keeps going on with no end in sight. And then just <laughs> just when you think some Victoria's Secret model is gonna step out of it, it's just a short bald guy. 
Oh, Scene. still got the dig in. And still with that, got the dig in. And with that, yeah, folks, <laughs> you heard it here first. Man City, both Patrick and James stamped the seal of approval on going for their fourth title in a row. God damn. I would love some late season drama. Arsenal yeah. really shit the bed in that regard last season. But, you know, credit to me. I, I, I believe in second chances. I've got Arsenal pushing them all the way this year. Yeah, I am. I'm a believer, James, in that the the title race is going, if not to the final match, we very Ooh. close in the last one. Nice. Or two. Okay. Yeah. All right. I think Spiritually in, 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 aligned there. And I think Arsenal are in the mix too. Like I don't. I could see a scenario where like first and fourth, with the way I've got it laid out, with mm-hmm. United is less than ten points. You know, I can't, what I, mean? I can't remember the last time it's been more than a two horse race, like genuinely to the to the end. Um, but I would love to see it. I would love to see it. Yeah, no, it's been a, it's been a minute. All right. Well, we're, we're running late on this one, so let's quickly breeze through these two. First up, classic Seggy, beast of the week. Huge beast. Huge beast. What a beast. The beast of the week. Wow, look at that beast. Patrick, I've got Anglo-German relations. Probably at their warmest since 1945. The Harry Kane saga comes to an end. Was it going to happen? Was it not going to happen? The takes were amazing. Uh, Bayern gave Levy a Friday midnight deadline, thinking that was a master stroke. And maybe it was. Because Levy made a point of maliciously not getting back to them for for a couple days, but return he did, and Kane. Hope better go learn German, buddy. <laughs> He's out there. Um, yeah, it uh, you know, credit to Kane. I think everyone ended up happy, and it was it was a bit of like a a fear of mutually assured destruction on everyone's part that ultimately pushed this one through. And I think everyone can can leave happy. Uh, that's very good, James. That's very good. It's 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 a it's a weird thing, and I think there's going to be a lot of eyes on Tottenham this 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 week uh, because they're going to be playing United uh, as the first part of a doubleheader that then has City and Newcastle. So great few hours of football. Love that Love this that. weekend. We doing beast, James. I'm in a good mood. I'm not upset about the referees yet. So the referees are coming into my beast category, not my freak category. As the season goes on, you'll see more referees go to freak. And I'm, cho- I'm chalking it up so far. One nil lead to beast. Yeah. Um, but what I'm going to go is a little game of Simon says that I can only assume happened today. So uh, Manchester United against wolves. We got Simon long on the VAR. Uh, actually, he was the assistant referee. Simon anyway, Hooper. And Simon, no, Simon long was the assistant ref. Number one, Simon Hooper. Oh, we got double Simon. Yeah, so I'm going to assume they were all in cahoots here, a little game of Simon Says. And basically what they're saying is he's saying, hey, Simon Says run over the touchline. Simon <laughs> Says look at the VAR monitor. And then it's, and he goes, Simon Says don't actually go to the VAR monitor. And he says, Simon Says give the yellow card to the coach. <laughs> and then that's what he did. Because there's no other explanation for why Simon did what he did today. Uh, huge beast move. I've never seen the powerful move. That's of doing good. The, the VAR signal running to where the VAR is and not even looking at the monitor, just booking the other coach for complaining, <laughs> which is just in line with another beastly move that I think is I think that these refs are going to be slanging 
yellows for descent. Yep. I think this is going to be the number one most hated ref year. It's of a all it's time. a take it's a take the power back season. Yeah, and I think I can't imagine they're going to have a lot of people on their side. So I'm excited to see how the season goes. Simon Hooper, the game of Simon says it happens. My beast of the week. It's the, it's going to be the January sixth of referees. <laughs> I guess. Yeah, yeah. I'll let you sort that one out. <laughs> Enough said. Yeah. <laughs> Enough said. Uh, okay, Freak of the Week. Bram de la Pram, Freak of the Week. Freak of the Week. The Freak of the Week. The Freak of the Week. It's the Freak of the Week. Wow, what a freak. I'll kick this bad boy off, James. Okay. Uh, not in the Premier League, but I feel like we have some liberties in the, the Beast of the Freak segment. And I'm going with former Premier League great legend Cristiano Ronaldo I don't know if you saw this James in the Saudi league um my man put the eye in team yet again uh scores two goals in the final and then um somebody else gets the the player of the tournament player of the game whatever it was award and then Ronaldo goes up to whoever's running the show and there's a great picture of him just being like yo what's going on and then he holds up two two fingers first two goals uh, and asking why he didn't get the award. He doesn't give a shit that he just won the trophy for the team. He wants the individual glory. He's getting my freak of the week for that. A little glory chaser. That might be, you might be uh, a victim of fake news, Patrick. Oh, damn yeah. it. Yeah. They, te- the they were teeing up Ronaldo to look, look like the bit of the mug there. But he was surprised that he won the golden boot because he only scored two goals. Oh, okay. I, I don't yeah. know if that's Ronaldo's PR coming out, but you know, I've been <laughs> fooled by fake news, James. Next thing you're going to tell me the some, something about January 6th that hey, will really ruffle okay. me up. All right, let's leave let's leave that behind. The fact of the matter is, we got two sides on the Ronaldo debate here. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, fair Patrick, enough. my freak. Uh, it, it's really a beast in disguise. I think it, the whole the whole theme of this. This uh, first episode has been good vibes. So I'm going with, you know, there are a whole lot of freaks up in time side. And I'm going to let you decide how you feel about this one. But when Harvey Barnes scored and slung his imaginary bow back <laughs> and released an arrow into the crowd, this hoss of a human being <laughs> in a hex code color of paleness that is only identifiable in the northeast of England belly out for the boys, slacks, and no top, catches the arrow, draws his own bow back, and releases the most immaculate flick of the wrist back to Harvey Barnes. Um, whoever, whoever captured that moment in all its glory deserves a raise. That's why we love football. That's why we love the EPL in particular for moments like that. Um, it, it's freakish how much I loved it. It was very good. Yeah. It was very good. It, it just it just brought you joy, didn't it? Yeah. That's why you love it. I think people say, like, England has no culture. And you just show them that. Yeah, exactly. You might not like it, but England yeah. has culture. Right. Right. Oh, what an app. What a an doozy. App. What an app. We made it through. That's how we do it. Teams, top to bottom. You've got our lists. And we hope you enjoy the rest of the season. Patrick, a little personal note. I'm going to be taking in the sights around Tottenham Hotspur Stadium when the Red Devils roll into town. Uh, I'm going international now. So I'll be I'm catching. very excited for you. Yeah, I'll be catching you all. Are you in the away end or are you stealthing it in the home end? 
God, I mean, uh, apparently we're in the away end, but uh, you know, I, I never want to, I never want to assume anything till the tickets are in hand, you know? Okay. Okay. Make sure that if you, just to be safe, if you're wearing a United Jersey, make sure you got a, a zip that zips all the way yeah, up. So I'll, I'll hit them. I'll hit them with the Arsenal secret agent. Yep. If you got to do what you got to do, be they safe. I hope you get to see Mark. Are you going to see Mark? No, Mark's a no, unfortunately. Mm, that's yeah, a shame. I know. We we tried. We did try. Okay, fair but enough. That's all right. Fair enough. That's that's what's important to me. Yeah. Matt, my dad it's, and I yeah. are going to bring the Manchester Vibes down to London. And I look forward to sharing with you and with all the Prem heads next time around. But for now, this is both of us signing off. What's going on, Premeds? As always, thank you for listening and following along. Please remember to rate and review us on whatever streaming platform you're listening on and spread the word far and wide about the benefits of being a Premhead. Mm-mm. Remember to follow us at Prem de la Prem Podcast on Instagram and at the Prem de la Prem on Twitter for all of our content. Until, Until next time, Prem de la Prem, out. That might just be the one take right yeah, there. Right there. I might not even have to touch that.